the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Broadcasting. Broadcasting. Rocking. Rocking. Rocking at you. From the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio. RackShackToGo.com. RackShackToGo.com. Order up the best food of your life. Boy, he's got a good one coming this weekend. It's so, got? I'm not even going to tell you it's so good because then oh, it will yeah. sell out. That will really draw people. Come on in. Yeah, bring them in. Come on in. It's a special. Just come in and find out. Secret yeah. special. Secret special. Secret sale coming Secrets, in at yep. the Rack pocket, Shack Barbecue. Pocket special. And pocket a, sandwich it, of the week. In-house. <laughs> pocket listing. Pocket yeah. sandwich. The real estate life. Okay, we got the Green Beret Life. Matt Nardo is here. He's going to be talking about the Green Beret Life and what that is. This is, September is Realtor Safety Month. Okay. Because all over the country, realtors uh, do things that are stupid, and they get themselves shot, killed, stabbed, oh. robbed, mugged, stuffed in the closet. Happens every week. Seriously? Uh, every yeah. week there's a story? Oh, yeah. Every week some, huh. somebody. Well, it's a dangerous job, though. It is a day. It's, it's, it's you know, we're we're going to start handing out uh, Kevlar now just to protect us in the, some of our... Broker's paying for that, right? The broker's paying for it. Nice. Perfect. <clears throat> okay, Matt. First of all, if you could, just as by way of introduction, because you've been on our other radio show a couple times, and, and uh, you were at the office actually last week mm-hmm. doing some situational awareness training, uh, very well received, by the way, and Matt is going to be doing that same training uh, throughout the system, I think, if, if we get that rolling. Um Tell us about your background first and, and uh, just kind of where you came up so people kind of understand who you are and, and what it is that you're trying to accomplish with the Green Beret Life. Um, I, my background is a little bit varied. Uh, I built gas stations with quick service restaurants prior to being in the military. 9-11 happened, and I decided to join the military. And when I joined the military, I had one goal. I was going to be a Green Beret. So what's a Green Beret? Green Beret is U.S. Army Special Forces. It is uh, unconventional warfare. We have multiple missions. You operate out of small units called ODAs. The term A-Team comes from uh, Operational Detachment Alpha, Special Forces A-Team. And it's a 12-man team that is put in behind enemy lines and works by, with, and through the indigenous population to free the oppressed and that's sort of our motto okay so it's it's our, the u.s army special operations unit they got the moniker the green berets because they wore the green beret and john f kennedy when he stood it up it, it actually the, the history of the unit goes back to world war ii and the oss where there was a partnership between canada and the united states after world war ii the oss split up uh, that unit the oss was divided into two entities u.s army special forces green berets and the cia and that all happened at Smoke Bomb Hill there at Fort Bragg. So I um, joined, uh, there's five active duty groups and special forces. Uh, it determines what language you get in the Q course to what group you're going to go to because okay. each group has a specialty area. I went to fifth group. Fifth group specializes in the Middle East. 
So I was on an Arabic speaking team. And did you speak Arabic? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you have you have Did you did you speak Arabic when you came into it? I mean, no. how, yeah, he spoke no. Arabic while he was doing the gas Building station. Gas well, that's why I was wondering. Yeah. Some of them that, are that would have helped me guys. there, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm saying that would have made sense that yeah. he did. Yeah, right? now it would. Then it didn't. Yeah. Transition. Yeah. So, yeah, you have to, everybody gets assigned a language. You take this test at the very beginning. It's an interesting test that uh, it's a made-up language with rules. And you have to go through each chapter. Each chapter you get a rule, and you can't go back once you go forward. So you start progressing they have the languages determined at level, skill level, one, two, three, four. The highest is four. That's Arabic and Mandarin Chinese. The better you do on the test, the higher the language you're going to get. You get about six months of training. It's the same training that the rest of the Army gets out at Monterey, California. They get two years. You get six months, and you have to pass what's called the DLPT, and you have to get a one plus one, so it's reading, writing, speaking. That being said, at a one plus one, you're rudimentary. Arabic has multiple dialects, so you still need to use mm-hmm. interpreters when you're overseas. And it's really odd. Once, once you get overseas and you're dealing with, like, the Iraqi population, their entertainment, they watch uh, videos from Lebanon, and they don't necessarily understand everything that's being said, even though it's Arabic. Really? So, oh, really? Yes. Mm. What if you only know English? If you only know English. Yeah, well, going in. Going in, that's mo- all most people know. Right. Okay. So you get that six months of intensive training. And then you, it's sink or swim. You don't get it. You, then you get to be the cook. Yeah. Oh, really? You get to moved on, moved on to the needs of the army. Yes. Moved on to the needs of the army. Boy, yeah. That's happened to me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelvin, we need to move you on to the needs of the uh, organization. Organization. So th- th- that's that's where I went. It was the greatest job I ever had. Uh, I miss it. Very very political. You see. In real life, when you're overseas, what is really going on, mm-hmm. and some of that stuff will jade you. Mm-hmm. I mean, my outlook on everything. Because it's not what you see on the nightly news. It is absolutely not what you see on the nightly news. So you get a little bit jaded on all of this, and you get wiser. J- jaded by, jaded good, jaded bad. Jaded, jaded. In, in my case, I loved like, the unit. You know what I, mean? I loved what I did. Yeah. I saw what we were doing overseas, and I was jaded in a bad way a little oh, bit. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And I think that I think that's been exposed to the whole public now a little bit more with what we just saw in Afghanistan. Afghanistan right? Yeah. So there was a group of us. Are you saying that what we saw in Afghanistan now with that bug out chaos was commonplace? It it it's not commonplace, but you also you see the motivations of why we're at war. Okay. If you look back at Afghanistan, we won that war in three weeks. In fact, there were three ODAs from Fifth Group that were on the ground, that teamed up with the Northern Alliance, that war was over in three weeks. But Big Army has to justify their existence. Mm-hmm. Big Navy has to justify their existence and the money that they get every year. And they have to go there and they build these big fobs over there. And those big fobs are like cities. What those, do you mean by a fob? It's a forward operating base. Okay. But essentially, when you'll you'll hear about all of these fobs or these bases over there the terms that yep. we go through you'll hear yep. some of them and these things are huge cities okay really oh yes okay. they've got restaurants yeah that, subways there correct yep. movie theaters you name it but they need to be supplied right so now you have to supply these fobs while we're rebuilding the country and who's paying for the rebuilding of the country U.S. taxpayers, right? And you're you're not going to change a culture that's ingrained over 2,000 years. No. And people know this. They know it. That's how they sell it. 
But what's happening is contractors are making money. There's a reason why the circle around Washington, D.C. is the wealthiest uh, amount. of. You've got the wealthiest area in the world, which is that circle that goes into northern Virginia right around Washington, D.C., that's where all the contractors are. Mm-hmm. are. That's where all the insiders are that are able to make That's where the deals. trough is that all the hogs feed from. Absolutely. Yeah. Paid for by you and me, the U.S. taxpayer. So we're over there. We have these big fobs we build. We have to supply them. So you have to have main supply routes, alternate supply routes. Well, there's the opening for the enemy to hit a weaker target. Mm-hmm. These are these transport units, and they started hitting them with IEDs, EFPs. And what do we do? We don't react to it because we're rebuilding the country. Right. And we're trying to win hearts and minds. So we have this war that dragged on for 20 years. We didn't win. We didn't lose. It just trudged on, and people were making money, selected people making money off the U.S. taxpayers' back. So when you ask me when I see jaded, that's jaded. Mm-hmm. In Iraq, that's another story, but almost the same, where we're over there. We're working with people to try to get them to work with us, and then we take the other side and everything is sectarian over there. So if you were my next-door neighbor, and you were a Sunni, and I was a Shia, okay, I would hate your guts. I wouldn't look at you as a fellow Iraqi. The guy across the border in Iran, that's my brother, right? Mm. That's how they look at things. Oh, and this really? Is, yes, it's thousands really? and thousands of yeah, years old. It is. It's mm-hmm. biblical. I mean, it comes out, it's biblical. Absolutely, absolutely. And this is what creates all the problems. So we take the Shia side over there, pretty much turn everything over to Iran, our biggest enemy in the world. We pull out. The Shia treats the Sunni population horribly, right? And then we wonder why al-Qaeda reconstitutes itself after we've lost 4,000 Americans fighting them, Mm -hmm. right? They reconstitute themselves because the Sunni population has had enough, and they rise up and allow this ideology back in the country, and Mm -hmm. we're back where we started. That's what I mean by jaded. (laughs) So, (laughs) Wow. But it just—it's a vicious circle that just keeps going around and around and around. Correct. Yeah. How long Correct. were you? How long were you in? I—I I, I joined right after nine eleven. I find, by the time I finally got in and got everything going it was around two thousand three. So I missed the initial Afghanistan push. My my history's in Iraq more than anything. But uh, I got out at two, in rough, roughly two thousand eleven. And then there's two National Guard SF units you can join, but they have companies spread all over the country. Okay. The closest company at the time was in Chicago, so I joined that. That was the 19th and the 20th. So there's okay. five active duty, two National Guard, and they moved away to Atterbury, Indiana, and I couldn't do that because I had taken a job as a cop at the time. So we've heard a little bit about your background and understand uh, a little bit about Fascinating. you. Next segment, then we'll talk about... Uh, why you're here today with us sure. a little bit, besides being completely fascinating for everybody to listen to. TheGreenBeretLife.com. Check out the website, TheGreenBeretLife.com, and we'll get into it when we return. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. Log on to HittnerGroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R Group.com, or, as always, give us a call, 612-627-8000, and we'll be right back. Get that red check attack, red check Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.